With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McClendon with Sports Talk with Brandon on this Tuesday. Today, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw from last night. I'm also going to go through a little bit of the fast lane, what happened, kind of give you the truncated versions I couldn't do a review on Monday. Um... And go with those other little sports things like the tournament that's been going on for the NCAA, which has been really good. But also, these last couple games, last night's games were kind of a blowout. And now we're kind of set for the Sweet 16, which is coming up this Saturday. Um, so let's start with the tournament. So we only have had one number one seed go down, which is Illinois. Everybody else looked pretty down. Michigan, Baylor, even for, uh, Villanova, who's a four seed, has looked dominant. Um Really good showing by a lot of teams. This has been a tournament where it's not about big players. It's about the team. So a lot of the teams like Alabama, we've seen Creighton do well. We've seen um, Ohio do well, even though they lost last night. They looked really good in their first couple of games. Um, USC won after beating Kansas. Kansas didn't really have any time to really get back in the groove. They definitely couldn't play the Big 12 championship game. So they had to get back this, their first real game. And, didn't look great, but it looked okay. Um, but overall, really decent tournament. A lot of games last night were a little bit of blowouts, so we kind of figured this was going to be a um, one, you know, we're getting down to the teams that are really good. Gonzaga looks amazing. They're a strong team. Oklahoma really can do nothing at the end of that game because Gonzaga just kept scoring and kept having the lead be almost 10 to 12, and Oklahoma can never keep up. Um I I really appreciate the tournament. I enjoy it. I'm having so much fun. I can't wait for this weekend to see where everything ends up. Um, I'm just kind of wa- like watching now to see how things end up. I still have Gonzaga and Baylor going to the final, the national championship game, and Gonzaga winning. My final four is kind of shot because I had Texas in one of the brackets I did. I thought they would probably go a little bit farther. But that's not going to happen. So we'll see who gets that other spot in the corner in the bottom half of that bracket on the left. It could be anybody. I think that side is more. A lot of people don't think Michigan's going to make it. I could see Michigan making it just because that side's been kind of taken out by a lot of the big hitters. Um, but we're we're getting down to the nitty gritty of it. Then let, let's go into fast lane from uh, Sunday. The first half, first half of the show was kind of eh. the second half of the show with you had Drew Sheamus, which was amazing. You had Rollins versus Nakamura, which was really good, and then you had the main event, which is really good, really really good. Um, Orton Fiend, Orton Bliss with the Fiend kind of stuff was kind of weird. I like the Fiend's look. I do appreciate that. I just don't think the storyline is great. Um, I would say if you're gonna go out of your way to watch this hair view. I went. I watched the whole thing. It, it's more like a raw SmackDown TV show kind of pay-per-view. Not really building anything. It's kind of continuing story. It kind of just has angles and just things that they're going to be doing later down the road. That's the main thing for this pay-per-view. 
they're trying to build for WrestleMania. That was the point. Um, I would say go watch. Good way to watch Sheamus, Drew. That was really good. Rollins, uh, Nakamura was really good. And then the main event between uh, uh, the main event between uh, Roman and Dana Bryant with Edge is the special enforcer. That was so much fun. I enjoyed that. And that's I think that match builds to a triple threat later on because Roman did tap. Uh, without the ref seeing, because ref got knocked out earlier, and then Edge is in a funk, so he ends up not seeing the tap out either. Um, but overall, really good show, really fun show. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do next. Um, but overall, I I think the second half of the show is more stronger than the first half, and I think that's ultimately what I would say. It's not a show you should go out of your way to watch. It's a show that if you want to see the couple good matches, like I said, Go watch those, but there's really nothing of consequence on the show that you really need to see. Outside the theme, like the theme, the interesting thing, and I think that even was kind of played for a lot, kind of played weird because they never really, Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss never really had contact with each other, and more or less, Alexa Bliss gets the pen off of a, a sister Abigail. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into Raw from last night. So Raw kicked off with um, Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus. They redid the match from a couple weeks ago. This match was fun. Sheamus had <clears throat> Bobby's being dominant. He was being strong, you know, strong. The Hurt Business come out. The rest of Hurt Business, Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. As Benjamin coming out, they try to do, they try to help Bobby Lashley, and Lashley's kind of getting upset. That gives Sheamus the upper hand. Sheamus hits a couple moves, the top rope, uh, clothesline, and a couple other things. The finish is where Bobby Lashley hit, or hits the spine buster. And then puts Sheamus into the Hurt Lock for the 1G3, and he wins. Backstage, we see the Hurt Business talking to each other, and Lashley's just upset at Alexander and Midman for, for what were y'all doing? Why were y'all out there? And Midman says, I got this. Lashley go. And he's, you know, you know, it's funny. You tried to help Lashley, but he looks more like a chump because he couldn't beat Sheamus by himself. What are you going to do to um, make this better? After y'all lost the tag team titles, and what do you what what are you gonna do? And, and he's basically berating them. He walks off. They're kind of saying backstage, kind of pissed and mad. And they challenge later on in the night. We'll get to it, but he, they challenge Drew to a match, a handicap match. Drew versus Shelton and um, Alexander, which was kind of fun. I'll get to it. It was actually pretty fun. I have to give him that credit for that. Um, but after this, we see. This little segment, we see the Miz, um, uh, not the Miz. We see Oscar versus Peyton Royce next. Uh, this match, out of all the matches on the show, I think this match is really, really good. Peyton Royce is a really good wrestler. I feel bad because the women's division in WWE is not that great on Raw SmackDown. But if you think about it, you have good wrestlers. You have Peyton Royce. You have. People like that that can do good work, and they did. The, they show the promo from Hayden Rose that she did on Raw Talk about a couple weeks ago, and that fire in the promo looks amazing. You know, she did, and she Royce was working. Um, Royce was working over Oscar, trying to get some pins, and I mean, Oscar finally gets the upper hand. She does a couple kicks. She has. Uh, Paint in the arm bar that she transits the arm bar into the Oscar lot. Paint taps out. 
Oscar wins. As that's happening, you hear some music in the background. It's Rhea Ripley, who was going to debut on the show. Um, Ripley debut. She um, she walked out to the ring. She says, you know, Charlotte ain't here. She's, you know, recovering from COVID, which they actually mentioned that I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, then, but, you know, I'm here, and I want to challenge you for that title at WrestleMania. And Oscar says, you're not ready for me. Asuka says, then she says, she's like, you got your match. So it's Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for the Marlins title at WrestleMania, which I think is okay. I think it's a good thing. I think, I do wish they would have built, like most people have said, they built, a real, built Rhea Ripley up and had her come in early, do some, I know the squash matches would have been great. The squash matches would have been a good idea, but ultimately do a small story with Peyton Royce or do something of that nature or give Ripley a couple of good wins. She looks dominant, then she can challenge Asuka, and it makes sense. But ultimately, if you're going to have her challenge right off the bat, fine. They just to build a story very well to have Rhea win the belt. Or Charlotte's going to come back and it's going to make a triple threat. One or the other. Um, so then backstage, we see um, Shaman, uh, Drew walking backstage. He walks into Adam Pierce. Pierce says, um, Shelton and Alexander want to match with you tonight in a handicap match. And Drew says, okay, but can I make a stipulation? If I win, they're banned from ringside for WrestleMania for me and Drew, for me and Bobby. And Pierce said, okay, got it. So it's an official. If they, if he wins, they are banned from ringside for WrestleMania. So that match was set. So after this, we get a Miz TV segment. I'm going to run through this pretty quickly. Miz and Morrison come out. They, Run down Bad Bunny. They say he's not a great. Um, they're not a great. You know, he's not a great musician. We're gonna debut our new song next week on the Dirt Sheet. They play a little clip of the song. This is pretty much it. But tonight, I'm. And but he. But the one thing he did say throughout this promo, he said, "I'm gonna challenge you, Bad Bunny, to a match at WrestleMania." But tonight, I'm gonna show you why I'm one of the best two-time Grand Slam champions in WWE, and I'm the only two-time Grand Slam champion. Uh. And so he's going to face Jeff Hardy tonight. So Hardy comes out. They're about to do the match. Um, as But as that's happening, Hardy um, Hardy says, Miz, if you're going to do this, send Morrison to the back, and we're going to do this on our own. And Morrison does go to the back eventually. And as it's happening, the match starts off pretty well. Hardy's going to have her hand. Hardy's just... Destroying the Miz for a bit. Miz finally gets fired up, gets back up, and gets on the upper hand. He has a couple kicks. He has he goes in for the running corner thing he does normally. Hits the scroll question now, like for the one, two, three. He celebrates and he goes he goes crazy. As that's happening, somebody slides in the ring with a guitar and it's bad bunny. Takes the car, smashes over Miz back. Miz gets laid out. Bunny runs off and Bunny grabs the mic and says, you know, Miz. I accept your challenge at WrestleMania. Me versus you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you and you know just destroy you basically. And it was really good stuff by Bad Bunny. I I think Bunny has been one of the few that has done really well with with WWE because he he's actually interesting. He's actually fun. He's not. They actually made him using him with Brandon Priest makes sense. It's working out very well. Um, so 
He takes a challenge. Miz is just fuming. He is mad. Um, so then after this, we see Omos and AJ Styles backstage, and they're just kind of talking. He's, you know, AJ's so hyped because he, you know, they're going to be tag team. They're going to win tag team titles. They're going to do everything. And they, they, uh, Riddle, this is the first time we see Riddle actually. Riddle is, um, backstage and kind of roll, you know, rolls around on the scooter in, in front of Omos stuff. He calls AJ Skipper and leaves and, Oh, Survivor Series, right? And they just kind of miffed, and they're heading to the ring. Uh, AJ comes out. They cut a promo. They say that, you know, I've done everything in WWE, but I haven't been tag team champion. And you're going to be your, your WrestleMania debut, Omos, and we're going to, you know, dominate winning titles, and we're going to be one of the best tag teams in the world, in, in WWE. And then New Day come out. New Day said, you know, First of all, you, you're going to win the tag team. You say you're going to win the tag team. You say you're going to destroy us. But the first thing you have to forget, you're not, you have to become a tag team first. And, and then as they're saying this, they're asking, do you really know Omos? Do you really know what he likes? What's his favorite color? And he said, and he says a couple things. And then he said, what, what's his, um, what's his favorite flavor of ice cream? And he says something. And then, the last thing is, who's his favorite wrestler? And AJ says himself, and no, he says Andre the Giant. And and so it le- all this all leading to AJ says, "Come here, Kofi. We're gonna. I'm gonna show you why I'm good at what I do." It's in, so it's Kofi versus AJ for uh, in a match. This match was fun. Um, I love Woods and them because almost just standing there, just kind of sturdy and kind of looking big. But I love it, Woods because he's just kind of they have their fun and they just enjoy being out there. Um, as uh, as this is happening, uh, AJ tries to go for the phenomenal forearm. Woods gets out the trombone and starts playing in his ear. He misses the forearm, but he runs right into the SOS for the one, two, three. Kofi wins, and AJ's just miffed, mad, upset. They're, they're really building this feud well, and I think they're going to win tag team titles, but I think ultimately if they do, hey, not really a bad thing. Miz can, you know, the New Day can have their small, short reign, but then I think you'll have a longer reign with Omos as champion. And that's the first thing you should... Omos winning the tag team titles with AJ is probably better than him in a singles match, so that's not a bad thing at all. So after this, we get Sheamus backstage. He cuts an interview saying, why didn't... You know, why did Drew come out to help you? Because he respects me. We have respect for each other. We're not just doing this because, you know, because we have to... (laughs) I respect him. We respect me. Even though we have our fights, even though we have our differences, we're still respectful. Here. We're still respectful as competitors and everything. Um, Riddle walks up. Riddle ask all, start asking questions about leprechauns and you know Drew seeing his house and all that in Ireland. And uh, Seamus takes the scooter, kind of looks at it, takes it, and then pretty much takes the scooter and beats Riddle with it. Riddle's laid out. He leaves. Then we get to the match between Drew. Shelton, Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander. Alexander and Benjamin have the upper hand at first. Drew gets back up a little bit, runs wild, gets a little, gets more of the upper hand. Finally, um, as this is happening, Drew hits Shooter Shocks DDT and a couple, uh, and then a couple of Claymores for the win. He wins. That means that Shelton and 
uh, Alexander are banned from ringside for the match at WrestleMania. Um, so then after this, we had Rose and Dana Brooke versus Shayna uh, and Nia Jax. Um, this match was in kind of con- in kind of inconsequential. Basically, you see Nile, uh, Lana, and Naomi at ringside. This match, uh, uh, Shayna and Nia are actually working over Dana and Dana Brooke and Rose, but they get the upper hand for a bit because uh, uh, Reginald gets involved and Brooke tries to work over Nia Jax. Doesn't really work. Nia Jax hits the Simone drop for the one, two, three. They win. They want to, uh, Naomi and Lana want to shot those tag team tiles eventually. Doesn't really do much. I mean, I ultimately think this tag division thing has been kind of bad because now you have the tag tiles in NXT and then you have these tag tiles. The main roster tag tiles are going to be pretty not well used because they have to find teams. But this ultimately builds that up. So fair enough. Um, so after this, we have the backstage segment with um, MVP and the Hurt Business. And he's like, you tried to help us. You know, you tried to do something good for last year, but end up getting yourself banned from ringside. And now we have to figure something out. So last year says, I don't, I don't need your help anymore. I'm going to go find people that can actually do the job. So he's going to everybody in the loser locker room. So you have, I say loser locker room, but like the 24-7 division of Tozawa, Drew Gulak, and a couple others, and Grand Matt Leak. And he says, if anybody can destroy um, Drew, I will give you a title shot down the road. That's what you want, right? And I don't really get why he went after went to them for the help because he still had a confident team behind you. But at the same time, I think it was a mix of he felt that he had to go out his way to find somebody else that could do the job for him. We'll see what happens there. Then we get Shano... Uh, Shane McMahon and Elias in the ring. Elias, they sing a new song calling Braun stupid. Pretty decent song. I don't mind it. Then Braun comes out. But for this, Shane says, you're going to have to fight Braun again. And Elias is like, okay. Braun comes out. He's mad. The match happens. Braun just dominates. Hits two running uh, hits. Uh, bulldozes Jesse Racker on the announce table. Bulldozes Elias off the floor. Gets Elias back in the ring. Pretty much keeps destroying him. Hits the power... Gets a power slam onto Elias for the one, two, three. Uh, Braun grabs the mic and says that, you know, we I want to match with you at WrestleMania. And Shane, uh, Shane is like, okay, we can have the match. I'll let you pick the stipulation, even though you're, even though you're not going to pick a really good stipulation. But well, I kept that match. And Shane starts dancing. I ultimately see this match being a either cage or cell match. Most likely, but we'll see. One thing in this match I did like, Braun hits a beautiful drop kick on Elias. That looked amazing. Um, so then after this, we had our main event, which was Randy Orton and 
in the ring cutting a promo, and Alexa Bliss comes out. They did Alexa Playground where she kind of talks about before early in the night. She has to talk about you know what happened at Fastlane and the Fiend coming back, all that kind of stuff. We actually get to see it again here. Oddly enough, Randy's holding a black bag, but before we even get that match, they cut they announced a couple of matches for uh, the first nights of WrestleMania. So Lashley versus Drew on. Uh, night one, Miz versus Bad Bunny on night one. We have Ronda, uh, Roman versus Edge on night two, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley on night two, and then we had I think they announced Randy versus Fiend on night two as well. So Randy comes out, he cuts the promo, he says, you know, what happened at Fastlane was a you know. What a fluke. Alexa, get you get out here. Alexa comes out. She has this like jack in the box and she kind of starts winding up, pops it up, and lights go down. Lights keep going. Lights keep going down. Like Fiend is in the corner. As he's in the corner, he's kind of just like staring at him, looking at him. Uh, uh, and kind of just stares. And Randy takes out what's in the black bag and it's a gasoline can and he starts pouring on top of Fiend and everything, pours some out more on the floor, on the canvas, about to light the match. And as he does that, Fiend he hits the Fiend with a RKO. Um, this I think this is this is a good story. I think the understanding of the story is good, but I think ultimately the execution is weird because I don't really know what Randy's whole plan is going to be. They're going to have a match at WrestleMania. That's confirmed. That's pretty much confirmed. Is it a Firefly Funhouse match? Most likely. I Alexa in her character is really cool. I love the Alexa Scott character, but Randy, I think Randy and his kind of stuff and the theme kind of stuff doesn't make sense. But it, the funny part is, after, like, the RKO spot and then him just, like, watching that, Alexa doesn't really... Alexa tries to get at get at Randy. Doesn't work. Fiend gets up, hits the minimal claw, and that pretty much ends the show. Randy's just kind of laid out with the minimal claw on the... on the... on the... Uh, in, the, on the ring, in the ring. And... that kind of ends Raw. I don't think this should have been the end of Raw. But ultimately, Fiend, Fiend comes back. Makes sense. You need something kind of big to kind of do the climax of Raw. Um, overall, the show was... I would have to give the show like a 3, three to 3.5 out of 5. It wasn't bad. I think the stories throughout were good. The Herb Biz stuff between him, Lashley... Benjamin and Alexander is kind of weird. That just kind of tells me last year's going to tell it back to Drew, which would be kind of bad after winning it a couple weeks ago. Because they want Drew to have the big coordination with fans in attendance. Okay, fair. Um, 
Asuka, Rhea Ripley, I love I like the idea of that, but they could have built built Rhea Ripley up more. Didn't really happen. Okay. And then um like Nijax versus Nijax Shannon Baylor versus Brooke and Rose. Eh, not really worth it. The shame of stuff was interesting. I love that. Riddle stuff, interesting. Even though he's annoying at times, I love the way he, he's used. I don't his character's not bad. So ultimately nothing like terrible on the show. I just think there could have been more ways to do stuff on the show. I'm looking forward to the next couple weeks and see what they're gonna how they're gonna build to WrestleMania. We have SmackDown coming this Friday, which they're gonna I wonder how they're gonna build after what happened at Fastlane. But also we have NXT who's building to their takeover in during WrestleMania weekend, which is gonna be fun. I all that's gonna be interesting. I hope you did enjoy it. I'll be back, like I said, on on Thursday to do the NXT review, and then on Saturday to do the SmackDown review. I do think for this. I hope you did enjoy it. I hope you hear from next time. See ya. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.